0: Mm-hmm.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to "Totally Your Prize Was Always Cool," a podcast with a dark secret. I'm Ashley. I'm joined as always by your friend and mine, Molly. Hey, hi, it's me, Molly. You got Luke with us.
2: Uh, I'm so excited! It's time—everyone's favorite time of year—for uh, for an episode of Game Girls talking about all the video games coming out from the <laughs> right, summer. Right, we used oh to my do God, that. Right. <laughs> That's right, baby, it's Game yeah. Girls. I can't wait to cover it's it's E3 time, it's it's Summer
3: Games Festival time, baby, and there's how, so many video games. How did I watch? <laughs> I I what, like seven hours of various <laughs> video game streams and there are no video games. There's no video games. There's none. There's maybe Redfall. <laughs> there's maybe Redfall. You know, Saints Row looks okay. Yeah, Saints. I, Saints Rose a known quantity. Is the thing. Yeah, but like, that's, yeah, yeah, that's a problem.
1: Yeah, like all the. I was like talking with one of my friends, and like most of the things that like always came out of these things, I already was like, I would learn about some indie things. This I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> right. Uh, and I would see like maybe a bit more things that I already knew about. Right. But for the majority of the time, it was just. Like, oh, well, yeah, not, nothing. <laughs> I feel like I used to at least get, like, and
2: listen, I'm sure this is not just there, it being a shitty year. I'm sure it's also just I'm 31 years old now. But I feel like I would at least be like, oh, okay, I can see why I would be excited for that. It's not going to be, like, what I want it to be. But sure, I'm feeling, like, excitement for it in the moment. But there's just nothing to gas me up at all this year. There's nothing.
1: I, it also, it hurt. Me, at least, that I could not, like, post about it. Sure. So that really just kind of killed all of my interest in, like, watching them. Four distinct survival horror
3: space station games. At least one of them is the Dead Space Guys. Yeah. I will will play the Dead Space Guys. They put the stomp button back in.
2: They did. I don't know. That one just didn't do anything for me. I'm going to play it. I mean, you like Dead Space a lot more than I do. I like, I Dead, like Space Dead Space just fine. A lot. Yeah, like I, to me, it's like yeah, that game's all right. But yeah, uh, of those, I liked the one that opened w- the trailer with like a weird live action video of like a fish strapped to like a cable that was undulating. Yeah, that does seem mm, like a that Luke sounds thing. like a Luke thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the guy was like going around shooting robots with like a degaussing gun or something. Yeah, it sounded like that. <laughs> God damn it, Luke.
3: <laughs> uh, you know, s- s- Street Fighter 6. Don't fucking care. Oh. I don't fucking care. Can you believe they're adding a third-person mode to Resident Evil 8? That's the weirdest thing to me. That is weird, yeah. Why why why? <laughs> who, who asked? Do you Okay,
2: so like Resident Evil 4's first-person mode, you usually don't see Leon's face. You can what? sometimes.
3: Wait, what? Wait, what? And four. It that, That's a third-person game. That is an over-the-shoulder. I understand, Molly. Okay. I'm, I'm. You said first-person. You said first-person. Oh, okay. I misspoke. <laughs>
2: I was very confused. <laughs> Get off my fucking back. I said one <laughs> word wrong. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like, you don't... Like, now and then if you do, like, a quick turn, you'll catch his face for a, a second, and then you'll be back behind his head yeah. again. Do you think that they'll just, like, you know, you mostly won't see Ethan's face, but if you turn so you could, you get, like,
3: a just a smiley face slapped over it, it's censored? I feel like, because they went to such lengths not showing you Ethan's face. Right. Throughout those, even in, I feel like even in 7 that was true. Yeah. Uh, that, I, I don't. Like that, he's not a real guy. No, he, I mean, no, he's not a real guy.
1: Yeah, yeah uh, his, his face will actually just be another hand.
2: <laughs> well, now that explains it. They got one more thing they can fuck up.
3: Yeah, uh, <laughs> but then also they announced the DLC with his weird daughter, and I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll I'll play a video game as his weird daughter. Yeah, I'll play his weird daughter. Absolutely. Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Even the like Monster Hunter expansion, I was like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, I'm just not feeling it this year. Do I need to go back for that? Not really. That fucking- They showed off Starfield and I just wanted to turn off the TV. It looks so bad.
2: Yeah, Starfield looks like dog shit. Like I'm never i am not a fucking Bethesda guy, so it was never gonna be for me, but like yeah. Wowzers.
1: It looks like shitty No Man's Sky. Yeah. And leaning into the parts of No Man's Sky that I already think are shitty.
3: <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, uh, there were damage numbers. Like, the thing I like about No
2: Man's Sky is going around and looking at cool, weird stuff that's like weird and colorful. Yeah, and uh, maybe there's colors in that video game. They sure didn't show me any.
3: Nope. There. Well, every once in a while they would show you like a hint, and you're like, oh, oh, hang on. Yeah,
1: I, I like came in when it was like during like the dog fighting segment. Yeah. Uh, and so I was just like, saw that, and then like all like the planet thing. I'm like, did they announce? Like, was their big announcement? In no Man's Sky two? It looks like <laughs> dog shit.
0: Hi,
2: I'm <laughs> Todd Howard, heights. and I cannot wait to reveal gameplay of Starfield with you. For you, uh, I'd like to show you one of the planets we're most proud of. It's just a cigarette butt the size of Jupiter. Here you go. <laughs> There no, That'd
1: be that I'd be into.
3: <laughs> you know, what, that's true. I just made it sound more interesting than it was. The, the king of all cosmos shows up and he's like, "Here you go, idiot." <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Puts on a cigarette on your ship. Yeah, Yo, what's up? Ashley I am shocked you were able to w- not go uh, for a whole long bit about where we. You imply that we are building you into a, a chess piece.
2: Oh, sure, I mean, yeah, I guess I could have done that, but I mean, it's the, it's, it's, it's gamer time, baby, it's I can't gamer ignore t- gamers, gamer game time
1: Yeah, like, people kept on, like, telling me, like, oh, did you see the, like, this announcement? I'm like, no <laughs> I'm yeah. like, no, they
3: didn't, no they didn't, you're lying, that didn't happen <laughs> The big one more thing finale is a remake of a game that already got a remake <laughs> I cannot believe I know we've been over this I know it's been We're recording this a week in advance So it's been another week since this Everyone's happened Everyone's already said all the jokes But are you fucking kidding We're making The Last of Us one <gasps> again? <laughs>
1: again? You did it already And like I saw like people being like oh, Okay like here are some like screenshots That actually are the difference Like I don't care still But yeah. also
3: it looks worse They fucked it up <laughs> It is a lateral move at best. <laughs> at best, it looks worse. Genuinely, I think it looks way worse. I, ju- I just don't want it. I just don't want. It was already like I'm not gonna say it was already photorealistic, but it was. No. It was. It looked. It was a really good looking game. Yeah. Uh. And now they're like, well, can we make it better? It's like, no. Just leave it. Stop it. Quit touching it. Make something else. You could do anything else.
2: You could do anything else. You have
3: hundreds and hundreds of overworked and underpaid artists at your fucking behest. Come on, dude! If you're not gonna let these people see their families, at least
1: make something cool with it. At least make something cool. No, you just gotta have more misery porn and sad dads. (sighs) Sad lesbos. thought they killed that fucking sad dad.
3: Did they kill Joel?
2: Yeah, Yeah, it's like the inciting action
3: for two. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure, it's like one of the people
2: you kill in the finale grew up and, like, or, uh, one of the people you killed in the finale was the dad of someone who grew up and then comes and kills Joel.
3: Oh, you killed my dad. So yeah. Therefore so I'm I want kill, kill your, your dad, dad, but then Ellie's uh, like, well, I'll I go Revenge kill you a then. cycle. Ah, yes. Yeah. Okay. And then, the entire game you
1: don't kill them. Okay. Got it. Yep. 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 And, like, it's also about Israel and Palestine. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> right. Yeah. Of course.
3: Why wouldn't it be? Yep. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to remember anything I gave a shit about at those. I, you know what is the worst part? Is they're like, oh yeah, we're going to make Resident Evil 4 again. And then like every time they show it, it's the most grim, dark bullshit. Yeah, it sucks. That is not why. uh. Oh, bring back the funny little man. Listen, I can fucking go load
2: up Resident Evil 4 on anything right now. So like, sure, remake it, whatever. The original's right there
3: on every piece of electronics I own. But like have a more interesting take than that. Please, I don't want Leon Kennedy sad boy. If they mm, If they don't have him ask if everybody went to bingo, um then they can What's all the go point? to hell. Yeah. What's the fucking point? Did you and Lewis's voice actor sounds awful. I you've watched more
2: footage of it than I did. I only watched that trailer. Yeah, I, yeah. Okay, you okay. watched more footage of it than I did.
3: Yeah, I suppose that's
2: fair. I watched like the teaser, and I was like, "Yeah, no, thanks."
3: Yeah. Oh my god! What a what a dumb.
1: Uh yeah, like the <sighs> only thing I really paid attention to is then I downloaded uh the fire uh, the uh, Saints Row maker. Uh huh. Oh yeah, the character maker. I think it looks the great. character maker. Yeah. and uh, it. God, people were just dumb about that. On what way? well like in a lot in like the uh like kind of expected ways where sure. it's like oh this per like you know, like oh they got rid of the gender slide you know like the gender collection uh-huh. yeah and like a lot of people like ugh oh, they're being forced to do this and it's like cuz also one of the things apparently they're being forced to do is they have like a lot of like prosthetic uh yeah yeah like, things where it's, like, oh, for a leg one, you can either have, like, the, like, the blade or, like, an actual, like, foot prosthetic and then, like, different versions of that with different, like, materials. It's, like, if they're being forced to do something, if, like, a company, you know, in its... And, like, I'm not saying that, like, fucking Volition is, like, deeply cares about this or whatever. I'm saying probably there's someone who does. Right. Uh, But, like, if they were, like... Listen, you've gotta do this because of the woke agenda. Right. They would stop at one. Yes. <laughs> they wouldn't model many different things that uh touch uh that is the ma- are the main ways that you interact with the world. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's real stupid. It's real stupid. Yeah. Uh, people, people got stupid. mad that you can't make your bald or your boobs big. Yeah.
3: Well also, I thought you could. No, you can. You can. It's just like
1: it's dumb. It's so dumb. Yeah.
3: I'm I'm busting out my measuring tapes for the video game. <sighs> uh, okay, great. Uh, Luke, did you do anything else? No. That's why I'm doing this stupid fucking bit. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> Ashley, did you do anything?
1: Uh, yeah. I I've been playing still more uh, Sniper Elite. Uh, I've been really liking that still um and yeah it still has just like a lot of like very uh hitman vibes more so than the other ones I've played mm-hmm. yeah uh i got a new project at work ooh uh which uh has really uh, been plagued by computer problems. Yeah, wait, which um, abandoned space station horror game is Nintendo doing? I didn't see their name on one of those. Uh, th- well, the Nintendo Direct hasn't come out yet. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a four-verse-one <laughs> prop hunt game. Actually, sure. it's
3: just Metroid Prime 4.
1: <laughs> you know what? Yep, you got me there. <laughs> I'm not... Again, this is all jokes.
3: This is all jokes. Ashley is not working Ashley on... Ashley has Prime not made for. any claims about one Nintendo
1: may or may not be working on. It's all us. Yeah. Uh, so don't but, fire her. <laughs> please. Uh, but it's uh, just kind of... Yeah, I've just had like some like extremely dumb uh, computer troubles that have made the first couple days of it a, a chore. But other than that... Yeah. Uh, you know, good stuff. Uh kind of you're happy to be like you know it's a new thing to be working on yeah uh that yeah. will definitely make people excited when it comes out uh i also watched uh re-watched Willy Wonka willie wonka the chocolate factory oh sure yeah yeah banger no, movie's pretty good it's an all right movie it's pretty good <laughs> uh yeah like i you know have there has been like the kind of uh Gen Z, millennial like And like you know like Especially on like TikTok like What if Charlie in the f- Chocolate Factory is good And I would like to say No Oh yeah no Is that one the The, the, Tim, the, Tim, Burton, the Tim Burton, Johnny Depp oh, Yeah no yeah, fuck no And that I've also heard people say Willy Wonka isn't actually that great Like you like remember all the good parts But it's not actually that great and that one I understand the whole more. Parts are the good part, but it's also the whole damn movie. There's a lot of good parts. There to that is movie. that one
2: part I remember always wanting to fast forward through as a kid, where his mom sings a sad song about being sad.
1: Yeah, it's fun. Uh, it, you need it. that song? <laughs> mm. Like that kind of song. I want to go to the fucking chocolate factory. I get you. Uh, I do like. I really do like all of the like pre-entering the chocolate factory thing, where it's just like a lot of weird skits. Yeah. Where it's like a woman whose husband is kidnapped and they're like like they've like we finally got the demands like you know they want your chocolate bar <laughs> right they want the golden ticket it's like God. do i like not even the golden ticket like she has a like crate of chocolate bars right that might have oh, the golden they're ticket they're looking in it for it. Yeah. it right it's so yeah and uh like a guy programs like a soup like a huge supercomputer to like tell him where it is and it just goes Tells him that would be cheating.
2: Yes, I remember yeah. that. <laughs> it's just the fucking computer for the prisoner.
1: Yeah, and then like, and basically, basically, and then like, <coughs> the guy like says, "I will tell the computer that I will share the chocolate with it." <laughs> what? What will uh, like? What will a computer do with a lifetime supply of chocolate? I am telling the computer exactly where it can put. His- <laughs> Lifetime supply. Uh, and, G- you know, Gene Kelly is just. No, not Jean Gene, Kelly. No, nope. wrong, Gene. Wrong Gene. Gene Wilder. There you go. Gene Wilder is just more, like, locked into that role than anyone has ever been in any role. It's, yeah. God, it's it's so good. Like, just like every line delivery that he gives is, like, there's a reason why there's so many, like, reaction memes and gifs and stuff from that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: Because he's, yeah, he's
1: crushing it, yeah. Uh, because he's crushing it. Like, and like, even though like it's become like extremely played out. The uh, like, you know, call for help, police, fire, help. <laughs> it's just good shit. It's good shit. Yeah. Uh, and then I watched a a mo- uh, mystery science theater movie called Munchie. That was god awful. <laughs> uh, it's what if E. T. had the personality and the pop culture references of the genie. Okay. Ooh, no. Yeah, I don't <laughs> care for this. Uh, and also was voiced by Dom DeLuise. I don't know okay. who that is. Yeah, I, I know that
2: name. I probably know him. If you, I mean, can you give me an impression? Uh,
1: he's kind of hard. He's hard for me at least. He's in a bunch of like, uh, like almost all of the Don Bluth movies. Okay. It's like the kind of, he's got a, like a little bit of a lisp. Uh-huh. I th- I think I know who you mean. I
3: gotta tell yeah. you, I don't know who Don Bluth is either, so this is really going he's zero for me. He's the
2: animator that was really horny in the, like, 80s and 90s.
3: That could be anybody! <laughs> yeah, no,
2: <laughs> so that didn't... Uh, he did, like, All Dogs Go to Heaven. Wait, did he
1: do All Dogs Go to Heaven? Or did he I, did All Dogs Go to Heaven. Did I pick the one, like... Uh, he did, like, American Tale, Secret of Nim? yeah. He okay. did all the movies you got as a free video cassette with your Happy Meal in the 90s. And, like, yeah, like... You know how there's that one guy in every single Pixar movie? No. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh he was I that... also don't know what Ashley means by that? <laughs> what the fuck? I, he's the guy who plays Ham, and he also plays Mac the oh, Truck. Oh, like, okay, yeah. so he's oh, the that, voice actor oh, in Oh, you're right
2: Don DeLuise.
1: Yeah, well, I'm saying... Like he was that for Right. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yes, yes, yes.
3: Wait, so he isn't literally he's not the same guy. He's not the same guy. No.
1: Alright, I'm I'm not sorry. Help me. <laughs>
3: uh
1: I just saw that uh oh, he was in a movie with Billy Zane called The Silence of the Hams. Okay. Oh, yeah, I
3: bet that one's really good. With a title like that, how could you lose?
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> the top of your letterbox is When you hear the title you expect something pretty bad It's worse <laughs> Yeah that makes sense Yeah that's <laughs> um, that's But yeah it's like an E.T. thing where it's You know this kid finds this like Little alien kind of gremlin thing uh, But it makes a lot of Sex jokes I see well that sucks uh, And there's like a lot of like busty blondes uh in the movie like doing the Haha, i'm just a girl kind of Oh, thing. sure
2: sure sure sure
0: a-
1: also and you know doesn't matter if i fucking spoil it because there's nothing uh the main kid <laughs> no please i might watch this later i know uh the main kid ends up being st- like step siblings with the girl that he wants to go out with the entire movie
3: yeah that makes sense
1: yeah people love that one it's a weird one. Yeah, I don't know why they love it, but they do. Yeah, people love that. And they just kind of, like, don't acknowledge it. Like, they're still like, hey, we're friends. And we're like, maybe something more. But like, no. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, other than that, yeah, nothing. Molly. Uh, I uh,
3: watched three movies. Ooh. <laughs> They were Which all Fate Stay Night movies. Oh. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I watched six hours of Fate Stay Night movies. I'm really... Listen, I'm not against it on principle. I am struggling with the fact
2: that all of my fucking friends are becoming super fate-pilled at the same time.
3: I don't know what to
1: tell you. It's just good. I, yeah. <laughs> listen, what do you want me to do? Luke, I'm gonna just get, uh, get ahead for you and just give you a little scoop. Oh no! I think everyone's going to become Stephen King pilled soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh,
3: I don't know about that one. That w- that would require me to read a book. That's harder. <laughs> um. Yeah. They uh. They made uh three movies for the um. Last route and fate Day night. Uh, I see. Which, which I like. So I went and watched them because I wasn't feeling good.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh no, this was before I got sick. I was just hot, <laughs> so uh, right. I was just yeah, I was just like, well, You're I can't play any good. video games right now. Yeah, so I guess I'll just watch this. Uh, yeah, they like,
1: I can't play fight fate because they in, they introduced a the map, and that's too much.
3: They did introduce a map. That was fucked.
1: <laughs> I wasn't ready. <laughs>
3: Uh, yeah, so um, I did that. Uh, I played a number of video games. Okay. Uh, first okay. of all, I went to try and find used copies of The Force Unleashed and The Force Unleashed 2. Turns out that's harder than I thought it would be. Sure. Uh, and they still retail for like $16. Wow, okay. So I was like, well, they're 20 bucks each on Xbox Live Marketplace. I may as well just buy them there. So now I'm out $45 to play The Force Unleashed 1 and 2. Great. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and let me tell you, that wasn't worth it. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> womp, womp. <laughs> Journal updated. Coming soon. <laughs> um. Uh, I, I, I feel okay saying this. The Force Unleashed, the original game, is one of the worst things I've ever played. Wow. That was terrible. That bad, huh? It's really bad. Oof. I don't I played it when it came out. I didn't remember it being this bad, but my god, it is. Um, and then I was I playing Devil May Cry last time? We No, you were not. Talked, I mean, you were okay, maybe well, thinking I, about it. Okay, well, I played all of Devil May Cry 1. Okay. Uh, and uh, I like think you had a real mixed experience. That game is clearly one of the most important video games ever made. Right, In- invented a new genre. Yeah, right. Um, it's kind of mid. Yeah, uh, is is the thing going back to it? I I have said this, but I think if I have have not been completely banned pilled, right? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. DMC one hits way better probably. True. Um, yeah, yeah. But like, DMC one doesn't have like a block or a good dodge. Uh, which mm-hmm. is a weird thing for a character action game. It's kind of like, especially when you have played like Bayonetta, where yeah. the game is about dodging. Dodging, you know. Right. Um, so kind of a strange thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like even like DMC
2: heads mostly are like, yeah, game's okay. Like three's like the r- the good good one though.
3: Well, I'll tell you, I tried to play three, so I started to play three, yeah. and I uh-huh. think it's worse than one. <laughs> oh no! Uh oh! Not they made it way harder. Okay. Um, and the thing that I was talking to Jackson about, cause I had tried to play DMC3, like when it came out, I like rented it one weekend, you know? Yeah. Um, and it was really hard. And, yeah. uh, it has been revealed to me that when they localized it, they made the normal mode, the Japanese hard mode. Oh,
1: okay. In the U
3: S. Uh, and I was like, oh, you know what? That makes perfect sense. <laughs>
1: uh huh. Yeah. I I remember two things: is that like I thought when I rented that like at its kind of similar age, yeah. Uh, that the intro was really goofy and uh, like yes. a cool in a nice way, which made it really weird when people got angry at the series being goofy later. Later, yeah, yeah. There's like uh, reasons to be annoyed by that, like American oh, one, yes. and like,
2: but no one was annoyed at the things you should be annoyed
1: about. The 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 Pax panel where they said that Dante's not gay, right, right, uh, and he's cool, like Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that you can make fun of it, like him, like diving naked through a, uh, you know, like through his shop, through his like, or Which yeah,
3: may as well have happened in DMC one and three, right? Yeah, like.
1: Yeah, I don't. It just. It always like struck me as like a weird, like, why? Why this? Why is this? Yeah, people were really upset
3: about the redesign.
2: Yeah. They really hate the part where like the white wig falls on his head. He's like, yeah, hey, get real. And then throws it off.
3: Yeah. But as somebody who has like no attachment to original DMC Dante, I was like, right. oh, okay. Haha, <laughs> funny. Yeah. We're doing a new thing now. Okay, sure. Whatever. Um,. DMC that remake one was actually like one of the first cat character action games that clicked for me. Uh-huh. Uh, so I have I have a fondness for it. I have not played it since then, but sure. you know. Um and then what's the what's so yeah, so I was playing DMC3. Um and there's nothing that hurts more than when you like die a couple times and the game goes easy mode unlocked. I'm like, uh-huh. "Oh, you got okay."
1: All I right. feel like that is like the classic one of that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think it
3: is. And also, uh, stop it! Wow, ow, why?
1: Um, so I, uh, start I- I'm playing always easy like, mode thank again. you very much. I appreciate. It. I would I would like to switch to the easy mode.
3: I just don't like it when the video game calls me a bitch to my face. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't appreciate that. That's all. Um. So, yeah, that, uh, I, I played DMC3. I'm, like, five or six missions in or something, um, and it's fine. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know how much longer I will continue uh, on it. It's so funny, I, I yeah, had like a good time. A week ago, you're like,
2: oh, it's fun. I got, like, a little project. We are going to play all the Devil May Cries, and now you're 1.1 well, of
3: games in. And you're like, ah, maybe not, though. I Well, see, okay, so I was told just don't play 2, and I believe right. that. It sounds yeah, like yeah. 2 is really bad. Uh, and three, I'm like, okay, I see what we're doing here, but I do wish I was playing Bayonetta. <laughs> sure, yeah. Um, and then there was, like, some Capcom bundle that went on sale. So I do have, um, uh, I got the DMC, that remake one, the yeah. the re, the reboot. Right. Um, so I downloaded that. And then it also came with Devil May Cry 5, which I know people love. Yeah, I know uh, people so, really like 5. Yeah, so I downloaded that. I haven't played them yet. Yeah. Um, but you know what I did play? What's that? I worked myself into a shoot and downloaded Chorves. <laughs> I also did that
2: the other day. <laughs> you fucking guys! I played about 30 minutes. I was in a bad mood. I was having a bad night. And I was like, well, I'll try some fucking Chorves. Why not? And uh, I got like part way through the tutorial. And I was like, I don't like flying this spaceship around.
3: No, thank you. <laughs> Uh, I thought playing the spaceship around was okay I, I like dog fighting in video games yeah. uh, Generally speaking So I was having a decent time I want to go back and give it a more fair shake When I'm not uh, a big pouty whiner Yeah when you're not fussing That makes sense <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, so... You have morphs of
2: chorves Yeah
3: Yep uh, So <laughs> <laughs> I have that downloaded But I was like you know I don't know if I'm going to play more chorves Right But I had talked so much about it in the last week to Pris that I felt like I had to.
2: (laughs) I did not work myself into a shoot joking about the name Chorbs. I thought for a while, you know, that game seemed like it might be okay. I should play it if it ever is, like, free somewhere. And then it showed up for free. I was like, oh, hey, okay. Well, I didn't even know what it was. I knew it was, like, a shooter.
3: And also there was a – there's, like, a pretty lady on the cover. So I was like, okay, Uh, maybe I'll play as the cool girl. And then it's like, like, no, you're a spaceship. And I was like, well – Guess it's not exactly what I wanted. Well, you know, the cool girl's in the spaceship. She is in the spaceship, but I wanted to shoot a gun. Yeah, I thought yeah. I was kind of getting a prey. Oh, sure. You know, a, a dishonored, not a dishonored. I, I said prey specifically because it's pretty good. Guns. I think that's
2: why I knew like what it was.
3: What Chorves? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Iris is a I mean, Chorvs head.
1: Oh I wait, a, I uh, a let me time to start. Can I? I make a, a ba- another bad joke real quick. Yeah, yeah go for it. Uh, Luke, did you find it a chore to play? <laughs> you know, at the time I did. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Uh, I am, I,
2: to just to give you a little window into my mental state, I am racking my brain trying to think of foods that you cook with chives to make a chores joke out of. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and I'm coming up with nothing. Luke, do you want anchovies on that pizza? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Bad podcast. You make a bad podcast. It's a bad podcast. Wait, I don't are, know what to tell wait, you.
2: Are just green onions. Is there any difference?
3: They're small.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, look, got different, they got a different name.
3: They got a different name. Well, sometimes one thing has multiple names.
2: <laughs> if I, if this podcast has taught us anything, it's that a single thing can have too many names.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs>
3: So, uh, that's, that's, I think, I think that covers everything. I actually did a lot this week when I usually don't. Yeah. Um, Fate Stay Night's still good is what is, is at, at the end of the day, that's what I want to come here and say, oh, I watched more Common Rider build also. Yeah. Um, yeah. that are show. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, that show has, it just keeps throwing new suits at you and they are all fucking bangers. <laughs> cool. And yeah. at the end of the day, it's kind of what I want. So uh, it's going great. I think I'm. I think I finished episode thirty eight or thirty nine when I was watching last, and there are fifty episodes in the season. Uh, so I'm about done. Getting getting close to the end here. I don't know where the fuck else we have to go, but mm-hmm. uh, except for Twin Peaks, Twin Peaks, Twin Peaks, Peaks. Twin Peaks baby.
2: We are watching Twin Peaks episode twenty-seven, aka Twin Peaks episode twenty-six, aka Twin Peaks season two episode nineteen, aka Variations on relations, aka Variations
3: and Relations. (laughs) AKA Variations and Revelations. I did get this wrong when I made my Twitter thread. I'm sorry. I got the episode number wrong. Who cares? <laughs> no one does. No one yeah. has ever once cared.
2: No one cares about the spoilers for late season two Twin Peaks other than the last episode. Yeah, they don't, and they're fools. <laughs> well, really, is any of the fun you're having, could could this have been spoiled for you? No. If someone told you,
3: oh, Dick Germain does a wine tasting, you would just be excited. I would just be excited. There's no way you can
1: ruin that. <laughs> yeah. It's just good. Well, We did have a spoiler in the last episode where you saw uh, him pulling out another carrot.
3: That (laughs) That is is true. That That did did make it hit a little bit less. That is true. But when he pulls out the carrot in this episode. Yeah. (laughs) I laughed.
1: (laughs) I was so excited. I heard Molly from, you know, her room laugh several times. Just the Molly laugh. Uh Uh
2: Yeah, you know. This is uh not a show with a laugh track but if there was I would want just full audience applause every time Ben takes out a carrot. <laughs> not a carrot. <laughs> not laughter just like the no
1: yeah like when like your
2: favorite <laughs> character comes in through the door
3: when yeah. they when they hit the catchphrase.
1: Yeah. We we already had you know that the very uh y moment with Cooper last week. Right. Yeah, th- this we just need to kind of lean into that more. Mm-hmm. We're not keeping up with the Palmers anymore, though. God, no.
3: No, fuck no. There's no more, there's only one Palmer, and uh, she might not be alive anymore, for all we know. She might not be. If she is, she's just, I guess, just sitting in that house
2: where a bunch of horrible things happened and no one's talking to her anymore. Just sad. Yeah. yeah.
3: She, uh, honestly, she should move away. She really should. I bet she won't. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, okay. <laughs> this is a good, fun, goofy episode. Yeah, uh, we're not thinking about the traumatized mother in this no, one. No, we're too busy experiencing like an S tier episode of Twin Peaks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to another Twin Peaks podcast because I'm broken, uh, and they're like, "Oh God, we're doing variations of the relationship." Time. This is this is the worst episode. I was like, "What? What? What?
3: <laughs> Relax." What? <laughs> <laughs> this is all time. This episode is amazing. <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far, but I had fun. I I think this episode is really good.
2: Yeah, I, I was entertained from the moment I put it on to the moment I turned it off. That's yes. right, and that's
3: all you can ask for from television. Yeah. Uh,
2: we j- go back to Owl Cave. It seems like it's the next day. The cops are back to... Take another crack at that dang puzzle they couldn't solve.
3: They're like, hey, who put all these glyphs on my wall?
2: Yeah, but it turns out that Windermere already solved it for them, and now there's a whole, yeah, like, just a bunch of glyphs on the, the wall. What, what all we got on here? We got uh, some two things that look like mountains, maybe, with, like, spirals in them. That's weird. We got, like, a sun. We got a circle of trees. We got a big guy and a little guy. We've never seen those before.
3: No, we never see a big guy and a little guy. There's been no giant and no man from another place in history. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, these two twin peaks, what with the spirals on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some fire here, you know that that we saw previously in this yep. thing. Big circle in the forest. I don't know what that one's all about, but
2: I know what that one's all about. But you don't. Yeah, I don't.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. So that's that's what they're working with now. I guess the implication is this magically appeared on the wall after Wyndham ch- twisted the thing. I think,
3: yeah, I think this is what was behind the wall.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: This was, yeah. he, oh, he yeah, because I think you could see the pole in he's the, in the middle. middle of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the upside
2: yeah. down owl is in the middle of it. Yeah. And speaking of Wyndham, we
3: cut to him smoking a pipe and telling a story. Well, first Hawk finds his shoe print, and he's like, "My God!"
2: Oh, right, yeah. Oh, my oh, God, God what is he was doing here? here? The most yeah. dastardly criminal
1: mind to ever lived was in this he's, cave.
3: He's is so it- cool.
1: This episode is like it's something that's you know like we've talked about, and it's been ongoing. Yeah. Uh, since this episode is really the most, I felt like, uh, like oh, like the disparity between Wyndham Earl is the smartest man uh-huh. who has ever lived yeah and Wyndham Earl like give me the give me the arrow yeah the arrow I'm making yeah. paper mache to make put in a big box <laughs> <laughs> this episode features Dale Cooper going
3: my god I don't I I've lost I can't even track his twisted logic anymore and then it cuts (laughs) over to him and he's having a frat party with some biker dude he found on the side of the road Uh and he's like I'm gonna turn you into paper mache bro and he's like what
1: What? (laughs) you're crazy man I
3: there's a lot of things you can say about
2: Windermere a lot of criticisms and I think they're all legitimate (laughs) I really like what he traps a man in a papier-mâché chess pawn, though. Oh, sure, it's really funny. <laughs> That's good <laughs> Do TV me to wrong. me.
3: Yeah, That's kind <laughs> of classic.
2: Yeah, uh, but we're not to that yet. We're to, he's giving us a little monologue about the White Lodge. It was, oh, there was once this beautiful place called the White Lodge. Gentle fawns gambled there amidst happy, laughing spirits. I hate it because I'm a bad guy. I'm a bad guy. It stinks of goodness. Everyone was happy and good and told the truth all the time, and it made me want to
1: (laughs) fart. But luckily, there's, like, a super bad place.
3: Fortunately, I went to the other one. (laughs) You know,
2: I am looking at... I feel like Windermerell kind of is just... This guy could play the sickos guy (laughs) in a movie. Yeah, he could. Yeah, he could. Uh... But yeah, he's like, uh, luckily though, there's an evil place And everyone's mean there And if you could harness its power You could rewrite
1: the world to your whim And there's just Ted Raimi (laughs) Brother of (laughs) famous director Sam Raimi Uh Uh-huh Uh, Mostly known for being in movies and TV shows made by Sam Raimi (laughs) Uh Uh-huh is just playing like the most stereotypical rocker dude. I don't understand this man as a human being. <laughs> he- okay. So there's a guy
3: who lives around here uh-huh. who dresses up like slash every day. Yes. <laughs> and I think this is that guy. Yeah,
2: because yeah, as we're panning, well he's giving this like overblown purple description <laughs> of the lodges. We see Leo sitting there listening to it, which makes sense, but then the camera keeps going and sitting at Leo's weird little school desk is, yeah, just this rocker dude who's like, bro, that's sick, but you told me there'd be beer here, man. When
1: are we gonna get drunk? <laughs> I yes, all in due time, student. <laughs> but, but for now, we are engaged in the intellectualism. <laughs> Now, I don't know where this comes from, but
2: the Wikipedia plot synopsis of this episode does say that this guy's name is Rusty Tomaski, or Tomaski, maybe. Oh, my God, what a name. And it also says he's a traveling musician. Yeah, that and makes listen, sense. And listen, all I'm saying is we've only ever heard mention of one other traveling musician on this TV show.
1: No. Who? <laughs> uh, James' Wait, is dad.
3: James' dad! dad! <laughs> <laughs>
1: Dude, I wish this was. James He's like, oh, my dad's dad. a
2: musician. He just bums around and plays music.
3: I, I am head that this guy is James's dad. It's a good thing that James is not in town to find out that his dad was brutally <laughs> murdered via one arrow to the gut and instantly died. It's
2: a real bummer that James's dad got murdered while James was in Mexico.
3: <laughs> while well, James was getting turned away at the border, right. Like, like, James
2: is on the run from three separate evil sexy housewives who've embroiled them in three separate murder plots.
3: <laughs> uh, anyway, Um Wynda Merle also has that petroglyph, but on a TV. He does have, like, a shitty like. Why does TV? he have closed-circuit TV set up in Owl Cave? <laughs> I, I think that's a photo he took that he's got on, like, a computer monitor. It, mu- it must be. Yeah. yeah. There's
2: no way he's got a camera <laughs> pointed it. That would out. be so funny. <laughs> that would be good.
1: <laughs> uh, anyway. It's kind of aesthetic for me, honestly. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> yeah. yes. Uh,
3: anyway, Pete is um, having a stroke trying to write a poem. He's working on his next move against Wyndham and also trying to write a poem about Josie.
1: And he's, what, just, he's just having a time.
3: What rhymes with Bloom?
1: Every time they, like, bring back Pete, like, oh, yeah, Pete was in love with Josie. Yeah, I I just don't buy it. Like, you can tell me
2: that's true as many times as you want. It doesn't make sense, so I just reject it.
3: No, he just, he loves Catherine. It's very clear. Yeah, like, he was, like, a weird, like, father figure to Josie.
1: Yeah, it's... It just is kind of a very weird thing where this... Show doesn't really know a way for men and women to interact other than sexual. That's true. God, now that you say that, yeah, it's every one of them, huh?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like, I think Donna and Big Ed are the only two.
3: She's that- like, she. Uh, Josie is like Lana. If Lana uh, was like hot and made people fall in love with her, but bad things happened to her instead of good things.
2: Right, yeah, they're, they're opposites of each other because Lana yeah. makes bad things happen to other people. Josie makes yeah. bad things happen to herself. Yes, yes. exactly. Anyway, uh, Catherine barges in and says, "Hey, I got this stupid fucking puzzle box like
3: three episodes ago. Can we finally open it, please?" And he's like, uh, "No, I can't do that. What do you? How do you think I, I'm, I'm gonna spending do that?
1: all my time off screen trying to fix this, trying <laughs> right. to break it open?" And Pete, I love how Pete's like,
2: "Well, yeah, let me take a look at it." Well, you got a key?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I also just don't believe that Catherine wouldn't have, like, taken a logging saw to this sucker. I can believe
3: she wouldn't if she was worried about, like, breaking what was inside. Damaging the contents? Yeah. I guess, but I feel like you just do it very gently. (laughs) I feel like there's a way to do this.
1: I also, yeah, like, just like at some point she would get so annoyed by it, she'd be like, fuck it. Yeah, no, I, I,
2: I agree with you. Uh, Pete's like, well, I can't open it for you, but I can tell you about the history of
3: puzzle boxes. (laughs) <laughs> well, when I was in Guam, see, I, I saw one of these motherfuckers And I just, you know, if you turn it just the right way, it'll open And she's like, okay, so can you do it? And he's like, no, of course not yeah, No, that could just... take years
2: Anyway, so I was in Guam with the Doolittle twins You remember the Doolittle twins uh, that You know, it's weird, even though they were twins They didn't look that much alike now that I think about it
1: You could just see, like, Catherine, like, glaze over and, like, fire behind her eyes Yeah
2: She's like, you were, Pete, I thought you were cool for, like, one episode. And now he's look trying at trying to be evil. <laughs> yeah, Pete's totally given up on trying to be evil.
3: He's like, yeah, you know, it's just not my scene. It
2: doesn't suit him. Yeah. Uh, we cut over to the double R where, uh, yeah, Annie's working the counter and Bobby and each are talking. Bobby's just truly embraced being the biggest shithead he can be.
3: Yeah, he's like, well, uh, well I think the spirit of uh, Leo has possessed him.
2: Yeah, he is not, like, being violent towards Shelly, but other than that, he is just being Leo at her. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like-, like,
2: no, Shelly, you don't get it, you're beautiful, you gotta go enter the beauty pageant. Hey, don't talk back to me, you gotta enter the beauty pageant. Yeah, I'm telling you, set. you're
1: gonna do it.
3: Bobby's in charge now, baby. Bobby, you haven't even been on the show for, like, three episodes. Bob, I've been doing a lot of thinking, and beautiful people never get in trouble for anything, so you should go do a murder. You should go do murder.
1: Yeah, I. Bobby's character arc is pretty weird, but I do, I do like his transformation into Leo. I think that's an interesting idea.
2: I don't think it jives with other things they've been doing with yeah. Bobby. Yeah, that's
1: fair. I, I don't yeah. think it works with everything else. Going like on. the
2: Bobby and Shelly's plot line is just a different character from the Bobby and like Ben Horns plot line.
1: Yes. Yeah, I've also just accepted that that this show just kind of seems to do that with a lot of characters. That's
2: fair. That's fair.
1: Uh, uh, but yeah, he Lana. basically
2: cajoles her into entering. But then we, yeah, sweep over to the other side of the diner uh, where Lana's having lunch with her new husband, uh, Dougie. Oh e- yeah, they're, they're still engaged. Oh, they still engaged, of course. Yeah, fiancé. Yeah, Dougie Milford. And uh, they're holding hands and she's like, Hey now, well, hey, could you do something for me? I want you to rig the Miss Twin Peaks contest for me.
1: Uh, and I love that he's like... Well, I mean, you've got a pretty good chance, so, like, yeah, yeah, yeah I think you can win, and she's like... You don't
3: uh, understand.
1: Yeah, I, I think you can make me win, and he's like, well, that would be against the rules. <laughs> that
3: would be wrong. Uh, <laughs> I just
1: love
2: the weird little noises he makes at the end of every sentence. Uh, this actor's good...
3: He does make little weird noises. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so don't worry, I'll coach you, Lana, every night. <laughs> Yeah. And she's like, no, uh, now, come on now. I didn't uh, do sex magic on on you for nothing.
1: (laughs) Sorry, go ahead, Ashley. I said, no, like, no, that sounds like work.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, And she basically does not take a lot for her to convince him to rig the contest. Yeah. Yeah. So Cooper comes in to order some donuts for the boys. Yeah, uh, that's
1: right. We got four hungry cups and we need a lot of donuts. A lot of donuts.
2: But also, he decides to ask Annie out on a date.
3: Do you want to go nature watching with me? Do, do like, you want what to, does that mean?
2: Would you like to accompany me on a nature study, Annie?
1: And she's like, that must be a normal date that people have.
2: <laughs> right. I have no context to know that that's an odd way to phrase what you're asking, so sure. Yeah, sure. Whatever, man. Oh, maybe people in the nine. Maybe nature studies were like a big thing in nineteen ninety. I
1: don't believe it. I don't, no. I don't. I don't. I don't buy it for a second. I was a baby. Uh, and yeah, she later brings him uh the donuts in a donuts donuts box that is obviously just a Dunkin' Donuts box. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: but while she's away, Shelly's ringing up Cooper and starts. Because she's annoyed with Bobby, she just kind of starts reciting the poem she got in the mail. And he was like, Oh my God. yo, oh, Shelly, you got to give me that poem. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. boy. Oh boy. We, we, get,
1: we get serious Cooper for a bit where he's like, Oh my God, you need to tell me whether you got that poem. Yeah. And she's like, Oh, yeah, sure. Here you go.
2: Uh, Audrey and Donna also got one. I don't know, man. And he's she's like,
3: like uh, Yeah, here. I've been hanging on to it.
1: Right. Weirdo shit. Weirdo shit. Why did you?
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> what? <laughs> oh yeah, you know, it's kind of like our sisterhood thing. You know, we got yeah, we each got this really creepy. Yeah, poem, the sisterhood so. of the traveling poem. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, God, I'm looking at that donut box
2: now, actually. You're so right. That is just a Dunkin' Donuts box.
1: I, I thought that it was a actual Dunkin' Donuts box unmodified because I was going to make a joke about how the, the double R is Actually, like one of those phantom A double kitchens. double <laughs> Yeah. Where they just repackaging other foods. Yeah. Uh, but then I noticed that no, it says donuts, donuts.
2: <laughs> oh, does
1: it? Yeah. yeah. I didn't see that part. But
2: it's in the Dunkin' Donuts font and
3: colors. Yes.
1: Gotcha. It's like how they changed Dunkin' Donuts to just Dunkin'. Yeah, but the this other got way. The, yeah, this got the other half. <laughs>
2: Anyway, yeah, Cooper goes back to the police station and is talking about the poem with Truman. He's like, Truman, you don't understand. This poem was sent by Wyndham Earl. That's the poem I sent to his wife. Because I was fucking her.
1: Cooper, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Again, they, they really don't want you to think about how Cooper was definitely <laughs> cocking this dude. Cooper, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's all Cooper's thinking about. I, uh, yeah, but like just like the like no w- what I did was fine. <laughs> <laughs> and and listen, was like yeah, you know, whatever. I mean I'm, just, not, I'm not I'm not excusing Woodham Earl and what he did.
2: <laughs> right. But you know, I mean listen, he was a bad guy, so I'd think that means
1: that their marriage didn't count. <laughs> <laughs> you see, the marriage didn't count because I really wanted to date her. <laughs> right. <laughs> You don't get it. No, look, she it's, was see, hot. Truman, it says right here in the law
2: book, if the, the husband is evil, then the marriage doesn't count.
1: <laughs> That's so true. Oh, oh, right, Thomas Jefferson uh, <laughs> wrote that, into the Bill of Rights. Yeah. <laughs> Along with the only MILFs law. <laughs> <laughs> he loved his MILFs. <laughs> Who doesn't?
2: <laughs> God, um... Yeah, so they also analyze the handwriting. Uh, Hawk gets uh, Leo's arrest record, and Cooper Big notes... air
3: l- quotes on Analyze. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, well. You know, Cooper takes out a magnifying glass, If <laughs> that's not an an analyzed, magnifying. and I don't know what is.
3: <laughs> uh, well, I, he, so he looks at it, and he's like, I gotta go talk to Major Briggs first. Yeah. I,
1: the, when they brought this up, uh, I only could think of all the handwriting analysis scenes from uh, Zodiac. Right, yeah, yeah, about how We're, handwriting analysis like, is bullshit. Yeah, like there's like a thirty minute segment of that movie that's just like ends with yeah, kind of all of this is bullshit pseudoscience.
2: Yeah, uh huh, uh huh, but not when Cooper does it; it's real, then.
1: Yeah, Cooper's you know the only yeah. handwriting analyst I trust. Yeah, that's yeah, I agree with that actually. <laughs>
2: But yeah, Briggs has come in. They want to ask him about uh, the stuff they found in Cave. And specifically, they want to know about uh, Wyndham Earl's connection to Project Blue Book.
1: And he's like, Well, you know, I can't say that. That's all. All right. (laughs) Well, yeah, he has a moment of like,
2: Oh, Agent Cooper, will this information save lives? And Cooper's like, Yeah, dude, for sure. Yes. Yeah, it
1: will, for sure. Literally, yes. Ah, shit, I guess you got me then. And then he, like, looks at a picture, and then he sees an image of the Grim Reaper? But with, like, the moon for a face? And he's like, "All right, the moon, yeah, the moon is gonna come kill me or something. Yeah, I'll tell ya. Uh
2: Uh-huh. It is, if I wanted to trick somebody and, like, be like, hey, can you identify where this still is from?
1: And I, I would show them that one, because they're never gonna guess fucking Twin Peaks. That looks like some... European, like, folk metal bands music video from the yes. 80s. Yes.
2: 1,000%. Yeah. God, it's so strange.
3: It rules.
1: Yeah. Actually. Yeah. No, yes. I'm not against it. It's just odd. It is odd, but it slaps. Yeah. Yeah, it just, it very much doesn't look like the other kind of imagery we've gotten from this show so far. Right. So it's just like, huh, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh yeah and then an owl flies out like his like his robe is made of space and then that fills up the screen and an owl flies through it and then yeah, the owl yeah, turns yeah, into yeah. fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then that turns back into the chalk drawing of
1: the owl uh petroglyph in the fire. What the fuck ever happened with David Lynch and an owl to make this happen? <laughs> <laughs> Mysticky's weird hair up, for a bird's man. nest. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Just Now I'm just imagining, like, David Lynch, like, running down the street as, like, a bird is, like, chasing him. (laughs) Get away! Ah. (laughs) Oh,
2: yeah, uh, Cooper can tell, he's like, wait a second, now that I'm looking at this handwriting, comparing it to a sample from Leo Johnson... This poem was written by Leo Johnson, even
3: though it kind of wasn't. Even though it kind of wasn't, and also does not look like the same handwriting in the least.
2: No, he's like, yeah. oh, you know what? Uh, the brain damage he suffered has changed it a little bit, but the fundamentals are the same. But no! No, they're right. He says that no. before he looks at it. Then you look at it, and yeah, the original is in cursive, and then the the poem is in, like... It looks like my
1: handwriting. This He definitely... Already had like he was like I, I Think that this is Leo Johnson and I'm just Gonna say whatever bullshit I need to I'm just to gonna say.
3: roll with it Yeah
1: And then that kind of just sidetracks
2: It like Briggs tells them like alright I'll tell You everything I know but then they just get obsessed With the handwriting and the scene
3: cuts away Yeah yeah like, they don't even come up with an
2: excuse Why Briggs can't tell them this time they just Listen distracted. we gotta wait
3: another episode the next one is Called like uh, Road to the Black Lodge or whatever like, Yeah 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 you can't know until yeah. we're doing that
2: Listen, we got important shit to do over at the uh, Great Northern because. That's Dick
3: right, Dick Tremaine has a nose injury! <laughs> he sure does, so he <laughs> got bit by the pine weasel.
2: And, uh, yeah, uh, Ben comes
1: down from the elevator
2: and Dick's like, Oh, yes, Mr. Horn. Yeah, I, don't you remember me? I'm Dick Tremaine from Men's Fashion at the department store. Yeah. I, I,
1: I love that he specifically, like, he goes, Richard Tremaine. <laughs> yes. Yes. And
2: uh, I like how Ben looks at the injuries, like, oh, that's awful. Obviously, we will cover all of your medical expenses. Uh, cause it <laughs> yeah, and off. then he's like, all right, but I'm also going to, like, sue you. Also, But it's surely also a workers' comp thing, like, probably just a cool, like, hundred grand or so. Like, he doesn't actually put a number on it, but he's like, you know, you should probably give me some more money than that. And Ben just like, well, I, I am a good guy now, so I <laughs> guess so.
1: The line delivery and the line that he says is so good because he just, like, is, like, the urge to do evil is sometimes overwhelming. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and then he takes another carrot out
3: of his jacket. He takes a carrot out of his jacket. <laughs> okay,
1: oh, King God,
2: <laughs> Love him. Just standing there like, if I had that conversation two weeks ago, that man would be dead by morning.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> then we come back to Windermere's apartment Where, yes, he has encased James's dad In a fucking giant paper mache chess pawn. Yeah I'm sorry, I love to see it
3: <laughs> It was really funny when I
1: realized what he was doing <laughs> Yeah, no, it's good, it's good
2: like, He's got his hair up in a handkerchief and an apron on and, Like This guy can't move his arms at all So Leo
3: is just like, pouring beer into his mouth and he's like, you know what? This is kind of sick. He's like, bro, I he's love like, this. This is wild. What are we doing anyway?
1: <laughs> yeah, like, bro, this prank is fucking gonna be off the chain. I'm not sure exactly what's going on, but I think it's gonna be so funny. Hey, God, God for the,
2: the cinematic technique of cutting away, because there's no way we can write this scene that explains why I got into this. <laughs> None of my actions as a person make any sense.
1: <laughs> I am, a, like, barely a cartoon of a man. <laughs> Why did I agree to come here? You said you had beer. They got that at 7-Eleven.
3: It's uh... free
2: <laughs> Yeah, it's free beer, Luke. Come on. That's, the you know, fair. Fair. They got that at 7-Eleven, too, if you run fast. <laughs> <laughs> That Not guy if, is definitely stolen from
3: 7-Elevens. <laughs> <laughs> Not if you're a traveling musician.
2: Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, once he's in there good and tight, can't get out, uh, Wyndham goes and fetches his crossbow and tells Leo to get him an arrow. And he's uh, like, no, please, no. Th- yeah, this I don't care for them. At the last minute, having Leo be like, yeah. no, this would be wrong to kill a man. Yeah, come on. Like, what the fuck are you talking What are we talking about here? Leo has done worse than this to more I innocent th- people.
1: I feel like, especially with the last one where he was, like, shocked at, like, Shelly. Yeah. They're gonna try to have him, like, have a redemptive moment. Ah, Leo
3: redemptive arc. Right, they're trying to cram a Leo Johnson redemption arc into the last, like, three episodes. And, like, you don't need it. (laughs) You don't need
2: it. It makes no sense. You can't earn it.
1: Yeah. Like, you can't have the guy who was, like... For the majority of this, thi- like, thing, the, like, the monster. Right. Like, the guy that everyone expected to be the murderer of this, like, lady. Right. Like, you know, like, the main, like, woman at the center of the case. Yeah. He
2: tried to murder his own... He tried to kill Shelly, and now he's gonna be like, oh, no, he's gonna
3: kill Shelly, oh, no. He tried to kill Shelly, like, two or three times. Yeah. yeah. Like,
2: if it's he like, strapped her to a bomb like a villain from a 1930s silent movie.
3: Yeah, he did do that.
1: I thought last time it was only I can kill Shelly. But, sure. like, with him doing this, it seems more like, oh, yeah, they're gonna do it. Uh-huh. But anyway, yeah, Wyndham electrocutes him until
2: he gets him a crossbow bolt. Yep. Uh, finally. And the the, you the know, entire
1: that we, time. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> the entire time, the guy is just like... Well, this seems like a little... Like, that's not cool, dude. Now I can't get more beer. (laughs) Hey, I do not appreciate practical jokes, dude.
2: (laughs) He's Uh, just... He's basically
1: a Bill and Ted character. Uh,
2: I just love... You know, we had that scene like three or four episodes ago of Leo, you know, making arrowheads out in the woods, and now we get the payoff of that.
3: This is storytelling.
1: Yeah, with this obviously... Not, like, man-made arrowhead again.
3: Except for, yeah, except for he wasn't making arrowheads. He was Oh, he was making, making the arrows. He was making shafts, but why is this one red in that case? Yeah, well, you know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you had to paint them no, after don't. that. You don't
3: know. <laughs> Look at how many fun arts and crafts Windermere has. You tell me he can't paint an arrow? You know what? He is doing arts and crafts. That's so true.
1: <laughs> uh. There. Oh, Molly, I actually can answer this. Yes, uh, it's from Redwood. Hmm. Anyway,
2: I like that uh, <laughs> Rusty like is laughing and be like, "Oh, this is wacky!" Right up until like the split second before Wyndham pulls the trigger. He's got it aimed at his head, finger yeah. on the
1: trigger. And he's like, yeah. "Oh,
2: dude, what's going on?"
1: Even wait, what, like, dude? You you gotta stop joking around. Like, someone could get hurt. <laughs>
2: Just the most baffling character I've ever encountered. He's great. Oh, rest in
1: rest in peace, Rusty. Yeah. Yeah. Good night, uh, King.
0: Ugh.
1: Again, yeah. I I like the entire time he was on screen. I'm like, this guy is someone. Yeah. And it wasn't until this scene. that I'm like, that's Ted Raimi.
2: <laughs> yeah, I had no idea who he was. Molly asked me if he was someone, and I looked him up. I was like, wait, is Ted Raimi? Oh, okay.
3: Yeah, I, I I was looking at him, and I was like, he's kind of got, like, slight, um, what's the dude's name? I told you this yesterday, Ashley, I think. Oh, fuck right, yeah,
1: uh, Brendan uh, the, Fraser.
3: Yeah, Brendan Fraser. He kind of looks a little bit like Brendan Fraser to me. I can sort of see that.
1: There's that movie where Brendan Fraser plays, like, a metalhead. Uh-huh. Yeah. He looks a lot like that, yeah, but I just really recognize Ted Ramey because I just don't watch people watching Yeah. yeah. He, like, plays, like, the... He's in a bunch of makeup, but he plays, like, the main villain in Evil Dead 2. Mm-mm. Gotcha. Uh, which, apparently, it was, like, absolute hell being in. Sure.
3: Well, yeah, it was just screaming.
1: Well, yeah, and, like, the the all the prosthetic suits that he was in. At one point, you see something, like, dripping out of the character's ear, and it's his sweat.
3: Bleh. You.
2: Anyway, we yeah. cut over to the Miss Twin Peaks pageant. The panel of judges are Pete, Doc Hayward, and Dougie Milford.
3: So I... (laughs) Now I'm confused.
2: Okay, Because it
3: seemed like to me Uh that this pageant was just something being thrown together uh, by Wyndham Earl to get a bunch of girls in one place. Well, no, because he was like... But this is a yearly event in Twin Peaks?
2: It's... The fact that it's a yearly event is weird to me, but I definitely got the vibe that Wyndham Earl was just like, I need to decide who will be my queen. Oh, they're doing a contest for that. Oh, that saves me a lot of legwork.
3: I just thought he made some flyers, and everybody was like, oh, cool. <laughs> I mean, that would make sense also, yeah. That just seemed, yeah, for like whatever the- reason, that seemed more logical to me. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's weirder now that I know that, like, Donna's dad is on the judging c- committee That's for a weird this. one.
1: Like, Pete, I'm like, okay, you're kind of, like, a dirty old man that we still like. And but he's like, also, like, you
2: know, he's one of the rich families in town.
1: Yeah, but, like, Donna's dad, it's like, you're just, like, a normal dude. Like, you're the yeah. doctor, but you're just, like...
3: Yeah, I was gonna say, I also understand, like, the mayor being on this. Sure, right, why not? Makes just sense. have the mayor rotate in and out.
2: In a version of Twin Peaks that was, like, still thought, like, hey, themes are a fun thing to have sometimes. Having this, like, thing where, like, oh, hey. like Because, you know, a lot of it is about, like, young women getting, like, you know, fucking oppressed by small towns or whatever. And having, like, oh, literally the climax of it is three old men that are nice guys, but now they're just going to, like, judge all the girls' characters. Like, that's, you could do something with that. I don't think they're gonna. But that's not what they're doing
1: here. Yeah, not what they're doing here. They're not putting that much thought into it. Ben Horn's gonna come invent feminism.
2: (laughs) Ben Horn is gonna come (laughs) invent feminism. (laughs) Uh, But first, he has to invent environmentalism because he's got to get up in front of the committee and say that, uh, you know, the Twin Peaks pageant needs a theme this year, and what he wants the theme to be is environmentalism, saving the planet. You know, protecting nature, like for instance, the pine weasel,
1: and everyone's like, "Oh, so you just like just support your thing?" Okay, and I, I, like, no, I mean, I'm fucking I guess. good now. Yeah, yeah. But and the, he's like, "Listen, the, you know, like the the we are now understand that the beauty of a woman is not necessarily, you know, it isn't like the her ideas, I her, Yeah, you know, gentlemen, we're dreams. becoming a more sapiosexual society."
2: God. Uh, Anyway, yeah, he goes through that whole spiel, and they're all like, okay, well, he's obviously trying to pull a fast one, but I mean, yeah, sure, why not?
1: But also, (laughs) I think he's good.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I don't think he is. I think he's good. I'm at this point convinced that he's trying to be a good guy. I kind of think that's what we're doing. I
2: yeah. just don't know anymore. We're just I, doing redemption arcs for everybody, passing yeah. them out
1: like cheap carrots. Yeah, but I like his because he's like still approaching being good in like the like the most clinical business way. Right, he's approaching
3: being good like a villain would. Ben <laughs> yes. Horn is going to suggest that Twin Peaks start doing Pride in the Return. <laughs>
2: Like, Ben is trying to be a good guy the way, like, Mojo Jojo tries to be a good guy or whatever, <laughs> <Exactly>. you know? <laughs> like, when a villain on a kid's cartoon's like, no, the good guys, you gotta teach me how to be a good guy. And he keeps it's messing true. it up because he's just so evil. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then, uh, I don't know. What happens here? <laughs> I just don't remember.
3: Uh... Then Mike comes in and has one of the oh, greatest right. conversations <laughs> in history with Bobby.
2: Right. So Lana goes up to the panel and everyone can be themselves, like, okay, she's kissing one of the judges. This seems uh
3: Yeah, this seems normal. I bet she won't unfair. win.
2: Uh, but then Nadine comes in with Mike, because Nadine's entering,
1: and Bobby I, I, pulls Mike's. I love aside. the idea of her winning and uh Wyndham Earl being like, Well, she's not one of the main characters. like, who's this? <laughs>
3: Who's Lana? I don't Who's Lana?
1: She's bare like she only gets guest starring roles. Wait, are we
2: Wait, is that the one that killed the old guy at Leland's funeral? What?
3: Is that no the inventor that of episode. Evil Sex Magic? Of the sex magicians on this show, she's not even the best one. Well, she is the most powerful. No, yeah, she is. She's the, most yeah, powerful she perhaps, is the most powerful you know. sex magician. But,
1: you know, Joan's had like it. oh, you know, she's got a vibe. She's got she vibe did have a vibe. Let's to see. be fair, <laughs> we didn't see the sex magic at work with her. That's, That's true.
3: true. You know what? She might have some freak shit going on and That's we just true. don't know it. And you know what? Based on the conversation that she and uh, the mayor have at the d- at the diner, she probably has some freak shit
1: going on with that sex magic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, we saw that she had the the most uh, out there sexual book, the Kama Sutra. God <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. only that's, knows that's
2: just a cover. Uh-huh. Uh
1: huh.
2: Yeah. So Mike, <laughs> Bobby pulls Mike aside. Like, hey, I haven't seen you in like days. What's going on with you these days?
1: It well. seems like our <laughs> plot lines have, like, really diverged.
3: Bobby yeah. is like, why do you have a MILF? <laughs> He's like, like you like... gotta dump her immediately. That is not the vibe we're going for. Mike, and then... you used to be my henchman. What happened?
2: And, and now Mike you wearing like... a
3: suit. Like, Mike Mike is me. like, listen, you don't understand. You <laughs> Mike's do wearing not... a suit with
2: jeans. He's got a real E3 presenter look. Is he wearing jeans? Yeah,
3: he's got a he's got a suit and tie, but with jeans and tennis shoes. Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> I I think he came into the scene and he's like, you guys aren't gonna zoom out, right? You guys are gonna <laughs> zoom out, right? <laughs> it,
1: it's like uh when they accidentally put uh knock in the middle on widescreen. Yeah. On Netflix when it's supposed to be, you know, just be the four by Oh, sure, by three. and you see, like, the
2: boom mic in the side.
1: <laughs> you see, like, the boom mic or, like, oh, that's, like, Dewey's, uh, like, stand-in. Because he only, he only saw, like, the, like, one, like, third of him. Yeah. But, like, that, yeah. <laughs> um, But, yeah,
2: Bobby's kind of giving him shit. It's like, I don't know what you got. You sudden interest in fossils. And Mike's just like, listen here, you idiot. You dumb motherfucker.
3: Do you know what happens <laughs> when you combine sexual maturity with superhuman strength? And Bobby is like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then he whispers something in Bobby's ear. And Bobby goes, whoa,
1: whoa. And <laughs> like,
3: everyone turns to look.
1: He, <laughs> it's so fucking funny, dude. He basically makes that Crash Bandicoot noise where, like, the wow. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: So fucking funny It's so good Leave these two together please for the love of god (laughs) Everyone in town has already Accepted it (laughs) Mike just loves his
2: muscle milk And there's nothing wrong with that
3: There's nothing wrong with that okay And then He winks at Nadine And Nadine winks back at him And she's like yeah that's right Yeah and then the t- they do a
2: transition that's like the Owl Cave painting to Windham Earl's face. But don't worry, it's not another Wyndham Earl scene. We're going somewhere else. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> what fuck was this? We were a couple... You know, one of the commercials fell through. We had to fill a little time.
3: Oh, that might be true. i Probably not, but you know. I mean, it could be... I, we need six more seconds on this episode. Yeah. If I remember
2: right, this is... At this point, like, the show done got canceled, and the letter-writing campaign convinced ABC to, like, burn off the remaining couple episodes on, like, a shitty time slot. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, Truman goes to visit Catherine because he just needs to understand Josie. You, you gotta help me understand her. And Catherine just like, dude, I don't know. She was kind of fucked up. She had a lot... None of these fucking writers knew what to do with her. What do you want from me? What do you want from me?
3: And he's like, are you are you sure? You yeah. sure you don't know anything? No, I don't know shit for shit. I got this weird puzzle box. He's like, wow, that's crazy. Can I see that?
1: I'm Get- done talking oh, about butter Josie fingers
3: now. <laughs> Yeah. Well, he takes it. Pete walks back into the scene. Uh, and uh, is like, oh, Hey. There's so many hot girls in Twin Peaks. Have you guys heard about this? <gasps> wait, you checking out that puzzle box? Did you figure it out? I want to figure out the puzzle box. I'm done <laughs> talking about women. Uh, and then they go to hand Pete the box, and then he fucking drops it, and it opens. Yeah, that was the trick. And it's like, wait,
2: we didn't try that? And then, oh, my God, they open the box. What could be inside? It's a smaller puzzle homestuck. box.
3: It's homestuck.
2: homestuck. Well, yes, it they is also- put Homestuck in the box. It is a smaller puzzle box with the phases of the moon and the Zodiac signs on it. That's right. Uh, Hey, guys.
1: Uh, Yeah. I'm very sorry, but do you mind if uh, we can still keep recording? I just really need to use the bathroom. Yeah, go
3: to the bathroom, please. What will I do with this time? I I
2: don't know. I'm just studying this uh, puzzle box. What could be inside of it?
3: Uh, God, I hope it's nothing <laughs> Out of all the things it could be I hope it's nothing Because that's I'm... the funniest answer <laughs> Yeah, But it'll be the thing that kills Windom Earl or something <laughs> Yeah I like that Thomas Eckert like Didn't
2: He was coming here to check on Josie But just in case, I better get a Russian Nesting doll of puzzle boxes to give <laughs> This <laughs> to other lady who I don't really know
3: well, I have to give it to Catherine, because I know it's going to drive her insane. Right, I guess I guess he would kind of know her through Andrew. Yeah, he has to. <laughs> right, right. And she clearly hates him.
2: Like, Jones just had, like, a little, like, sl- like envelope in her traveling, uh, you know, her suitcase. She's like,
3: in case of death, give puzzle box. Give puzzle box to Catherine.
2: Yeah. What a weirdo. <laughs>
3: Yeah, he's, he's kind of a freak.
2: What do you think Andrew Packard's
3: up to? We haven't seen him for a while. He's chilling, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Word of his resurrection has yet to spread, so he's he's still just vibing somewhere. He's just vibing, yeah. What do you I think he's been doing for the last, him, just like, five years?
2: <laughs> I just love if we cut to him in another room in the mansion, just, like,
3: eating in eclair. <laughs> he's like, have you guys Garfield. heard about Pong? <laughs> He's over there. He's gaming. He's like, did you play Adventure? <laughs> this was 1990. He might have, you know, he's rich. He'd have a Super Nintendo. Oh my god. In Nineteen? Was that when that... Yeah. When it, I have no idea. What I believe 90, yeah. Is. And super you know, he's a traveling businessman. He could have gotten it straight from Japan. My god, you think he has a a, a super whatever. <laughs>
2: he's got a super Famicom with Mario World. Yeah, he's got World. a yeah.
3: super Famicom. My god. <laughs>
2: Catherine, you've got to see this. You see, if you, you if you use this key on this
3: keyhole, look, it gets real big and swallows you up. <laughs> Catherine, you don't understand. There's a whole world of Donkey Kongs. <laughs> they have an entire country. <laughs> Welcome back,
2: Ashley. Hello. We're just talking about Angie Packard gets Super Nintendo. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we cut over to the lake where Cooper and Annie are on their date,
3: and they're just yeah. kind of chatting. This is kind of a sweet scene. This is a very sweet scene. This yeah. bitch is so dead. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she's
3: so dead. Uh, she's she's the deadest woman
2: alive. She's like, yeah, I don't know. When we were kids, Norma was always mispopular, which that's already weird to me because they how old do you feel like Annie is?
3: I have no idea.
2: See, I feel like she was like mid late twenties. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Norma feels like significantly older than her in a way where like they they're sisters, but like they barely like lived in the same house together because Norma was moving out when she was still a little right, kid or yeah. whatever. You know.
1: Yeah.
3: Or like or like ten years apart or something. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Like just far enough away. Right. But apparently
2: they're close enough in age that yeah they were like knew you know they hung out as sisters or whatever. They were
3: competing for friends. Yeah, yeah.
2: Because mm-hmm. it also means the, like that would imply Annie's like hanging out with Ed and Nadine in high school, right? That doesn't. And make I just any don't buy that. <laughs> yeah,
3: I don't believe that. <laughs> she looks way too young for that. No, uh, I remember fucking Sherilyn Fynn. Well, because in the theory, because in theory, Norma's like twenty years out of high school, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what like, I'm saying. Norma and Ed seem like they're in like their like late thirties, early forties. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, Me neither.
2: Yeah, no, uh, Sherilyn Fenn was complaining that, like, oh, they wouldn't let me do a romance with Cooper, but then they hired an actress who's younger than me to do an act- romance with him. Okay, well, she him. does
3: look older than you. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to tell you. And also, we didn't see her in a high school doing high school things.
2: Yeah, I'm very sorry, Sherilyn, but, you know, your character is a teenager.
3: Uh, I would love... Listen, don't get me wrong, Sherilyn. Uh, you're looking great. I love what you're doing here. Unfortunately, you are playing uh, just, like, 10 days after 18 years old. Yeah. uh. Yeah. I know you want to kiss Kyle McLaughlin. We all do. but (laughs) Who doesn't? That's where we're at, okay? Yeah. Uh,
2: But, yeah, they're just... Anyway, they smooching. They smooch. They look at Annie's, uh, you know, uh, wrist scars again, and she's just like... Yeah, things didn't go very good for me before. It was because of a boy. I don't want to get into it. And uh Cooper's like, "Oh, no, I know exactly what you mean. I also have bad f- uh, I also have a wound related to a lover. It's probably the
1: same exact situation."
2: <laughs> yeah. And she's like, "Well, I don't know what you're talking about." So, yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, probably. Do you,
1: do you think that Cooper like when she said like, "Oh yeah, it's a, a previous relationship that I'm scarred by." Yeah. Uh he came a little or no. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, Yes Yeah
3: Um Also I gotta say
0: Uh huh
3: <laughs> Now here's when tomorrow off to the side On the shore uh-huh. Watching them through Binoculars like Who the fuck is this Who the fuck is this woman <laughs> I had Three People lined up I already <laughs> Explained this to you Cooper You <laughs> found the poem This is not one of the Women
1: he Jesus he, he did already. He was at the R uh the you know the top of at him. He
2: dumb biker outfit. Yeah. Look look, I know.
1: When <laughs> he was think, in his rusty
2: Tomaski cosplay.
1: Yeah, do you think that's where he's <laughs> found Rusty is that he went to like
3: because that and, guy f- pulled the costume out of his garbage? Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> no, he, he was just going home in the biker outfit and Rusty went,
2: "Oh dude, look at us. We're twins."
3: <laughs> he's like, "Dude, that's so true." Come uh, over to my place, I have beer Yeah I
2: I would love this cutaway to Windermere so much more if he was hiding behind a bush Instead of just standing on the shoreline Yeah Come on, put him behind a bush, peeking
3: out with his binoculars. He's, like, near a tree, right? Yeah, he's just sort of standing near a tree. He's, like, between a tree and a bush. He's, like, in the worst spot you can yeah, stand He's yeah. in the open spot between a tree and a bush. I want him to poke his head up from behind a bush, and not also to he's wearing- him, and descend behind the bush again. Now, if he had a little hat that had branches sticking out of it, <laughs> yeah. then we'd be in business. There so we go. The instead, they
2: just stupid- made him a fisherman. He's a dumb, like Batman villain, and they need to just lean
1: into that. Just well, do it. I mean, the end of this episode is the most Batman 66 this show has gotten. 100%, yes. Everybody
3: shut the fuck up. We have a wine tasting go to. <laughs> <Yes! laughs> so,
0: yeah. Uh,
2: Dick Tremaine's newest effort to uh, promote the Pine Weasel charity is a uh, complimentary wine tasting class uh, in the Great Northern. And uh, Lucy's there, Andy's there, Lana's there And, uh, uh, yeah, Dick's gonna teach us all
3: about wine Dick Tremaine has, for this scene Made the bandage on his nose just a bit longer
2: (laughs) 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 It's so good!
0: (laughs)
3: <laughs> I also really like the touch that Ben's standing in the backyard eating grapes. He was watching, and th- he leaves after a minute, but yeah, it's really good. And his lady's like,
2: well, wine sounds like a bad guy
3: thing, but grapes are pretty close. But grapes are close, and they're good for you.
1: Yeah. yeah. And, it's yeah, the vegetables that I've been doing, the fruits. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so and then, yeah, Dick yeah. says like,
2: we're going to start with a red wine Some would say there's no other wine but red And Andy's like, well that's not true, there's also white wine and sparkling wine
3: yes, And Dick Andy. is like, thank you, Andy yeah, that's, that's
2: true, And <laughs> I'm watching the extra behind Andy, this woman just watching him And she like, nods like, yeah, he's right, there are other kinds of
3: wine <laughs> This guy's on something I love her. You know what? You know what, Dick? <laughs> I don't think you know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Lana
2: pours all the wine for Dick at everybody's table. And as she's doing that, Dick's launching into his all like, now, first, we must uh, see what we can discern from the bouquet of the wine. We're going, God damn it, Andy. Don't drink it.
3: <laughs> Andy's already drinking <laughs> Spit <laughs> it out right now Now And then he spits it back into the cuff Yeah God
2: <laughs> And then Dick's just standing there like Ah oh, I lost my temper in front of a bunch of people This is not imbe- I'm just gonna keep on rolling
3: <laughs> I'm just gonna keep going And everybody's like okay Anyway to the wine Yeah
2: So he's teaching him You gotta swish it around in your glass And, and smell oh, what, what sort of sense do we detect everybody and, like, the main bit of this is Lucy keeps trying to participate, and he's like, nope, that's wrong and stupid, That's Lucy. wrong.
3: Well, actually, you're hot. Dumb. Maybe
2: you've got the right answer.
3: <laughs> yes.
0: Um,
3: yeah, it's,
2: uh, it's great. And also, it's, like you were saying, yeah. with his bandage being too long, when he goes to sniff the wine, he really jams his nose in there to get a good sniff, and he just gets wine all over his bandage.
1: It, yeah, so every time you see it, it becomes, like, a little bit darker. Yeah. <laughs> it's
3: so funny. The other, so the the way they do this is that the bandage is sticking out some, but also his glass is full. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So it's also very funny at the wine tasting. He just jams his fucking nose in there (laughs) instead of just like what you do, which is just sort of sniff at the edge of it. It is like it is like running down his nose and upper lip and he is no selling it. Yes. Yeah, it's great. Uh, And then
2: we cut over to the double R where Gordon Cole is telling Shelly all about the time he killed a man and she's super into it. (laughs) She loves it. Oh. <laughs> he's, he's like, I told that guy, now listen, punk, you better stop moving or I'll perforate you. Anyway, the funeral was great. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and Shelly's, Shelly's like, what happened next? Yeah. Uh, and he's like, well, it was a brief but touching
1: funeral.
2: <laughs>
3: Closed uh,
1: casket. He doesn't
3: say that, but he does.
2: No. <laughs> no, Cooper comes in with Annie and he's like, ah, oh, cool. Let's do a double
3: date with our new waitress girlfriends. <laughs> Uh, and uh, Cooper's like, well, okay, I guess I really don't have any problems with that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You both like, work here. It it what like, the wow. fuck do you care? This world of Twin Peaks is filled with all kinds of
2: beautiful women.
3: <laughs> so true, King.
2: I cast them
1: that way. It was me. I, yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. me. All, all these ladies are beautiful, and they're all mine. <laughs> <laughs> I used
3: to be in charge of the show.
2: I still am, uh, you know, nominally, but I don't care that much anymore. No, nope. I'm just here to smooch hot actresses.
3: That's right. Watch me do it right now. <laughs> Norma also brings them like ten plates of pie. That is not Norma. Oh, you're right. It's not. This yeah. is this is some woman I've never seen before in my life. Right. Uh
2: uh-huh. They just this is a random extra waitress because yes. all the other waitresses because are all, at all the other booth.
3: waitresses are in the scene.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: But she brings them so much pie. It's Three slices so each. Much. Uh, but yeah, uh, Gordon Cole turns to Shelly and goes, Well, Shelly, I got to get out of this here Twin Peaks pretty soon. And, well, golly, I'm sorry for this, but I just couldn't leave without giving you a big smoocheroni, Man, he should actually say smoocharoony. That'd be he great. He should have said that. He That'd be should. way
1: better. Yeah, we, we've we had to like talk about this, but like. Yeah. The vibes are weird, but it's cute. Vibes are weird.
2: Uh, I was talking about this in the Discord earlier. Uh, David Lynch just said, like, yeah, no, I wrote this scene just because I wanted to kiss Matt Janamek. (laughs) Because she's hot and I wanted to kiss her and she was down for it. So, yeah, we did it. So, yeah, whatever. We did it. Sure. Whatever, man. Yep.
3: Uh, (laughs) He's like, yeah, I don't know. Does it
2: make sense? Who cares? This this whole show doesn't make any fucking sense anymore.
3: And there was some, like, video someone linked me where, uh, or not someone, Ryan... Uh, who listens, uh, linked me That had, like, this actress Talking about, like, it was one of her favorite scenes On the show, like, sure, whatever, man Yeah, cool, she's like, yeah That's what, this is the only scene where something bad Wasn't happening to me, probably, but you know (laughs) Whatever, (laughs) you know, that is true
1: Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like Oh yeah, she totally said That she was down for it, but like You know (laughs) Uh, who knows? At who knows? Account, but, she like, was also, down for it. but yeah, listen, who knows? People who have not had good experiences on Twin Peaks have said that. Have said as much, yeah. Yeah. So that's not to say that uh, generally she generally people didn't, who but, haven't
2: had good experience on Twin Peaks have been more like, I really didn't like the way they wrote my character and not David Lynch was being a creep at me. Yeah, that's true yeah.
3: too. Uh, uh, anyway, Bobby walks in. <laughs> Bobby walks uh,
2: in right when the kiss is happening. He's like, hey, Shelly, what the hell? He's like, what's going on here? And Cole has no idea that they're dating. So he's like, what? you never seen anyone kiss before, punk? Check it
3: out. I'll do it again. Watch this, idiot. (laughs) You're about to see it again. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, uh, cut back to the wine tasting. Dick's nose is purple now.
2: (laughs) Dick's nose is just fully purple at this point. Thank you, Luke.
3: What's that? Wait, what happened?
2: Oh. Oh I think gosh, she's reacting to what I posted
1: in the Skype chat.
3: What did you post in the Skype? Ah, yes, okay.
1: <laughs> it's the being a cuckold is Bobby shut the fuck up and get the fuck out. I'm gonna fuck your wife now.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
1: Fair
3: enough. You know. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Proper deployment. <laughs> um. Yeah, we're back to the
2: wine tasting, and uh, he's like, "All right, now we're going to drink the wine, squish it around in your mouth. Don't." fucking swallow it yet. Okay, you can swallow it now. Uh, and asking everyone what what flavors they detect and Lucy has a guess and she's like no idiot, wrong. Yeah. Horrible. What you it
3: suck. What is? She says like wood or something. Yeah, it It's, it's woody. She says, like woody. Which I feel like yeah. that's a flavor wine can have. Probably I suppose if it's in like a a barrel or something. Sure.
1: Yeah, sure. It, it is yeah, it is one of the kind of cliche almost like Yeah, like Woody it's notes
2: a, underlining a nutty yeah, I don't I don't know yeah, wine. Earthy don't
1: undertones. Know wine. Yeah. Uh it turns out that a lot of people who talk about wine also don't know about wine. Sure. Uh, but yeah, it ends up being chocolate and banana. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> to which Lisa's like, Alright, well, why don't we just fucking have a banana
3: split then? Uh, and then Lucy spits her wine in his face.
1: Yeah. She does well, because, get, Yeah. Because she like she's like, I'm pregnant, dumb shit. Yeah, yeah I'm what not might to be supposed your to swallow child. this.
3: You fucking moron. You ass. Why did you ask me to help you with a wine tasting when you know I'm pregnant, you fucking idiot? And then you just fucking shit on me the whole time. Yeah. Listen, listen. Lucy picked Andy like four episodes ago, but this is still good shit. Absolutely, No, yes. yeah, like,
1: at, at the beginning of this, it seemed like it was like... like well, like, you know, we we don't Andy more and we like him, but, like, I can understand why, like, Lucy, like, went for, you know, Dick Tremay just, like, for something new. And, like, right. now I'm just like, oh, Lucy. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, cut over to, like, a lounge area in the Great Northern in front of a fireplace. Cooper's just having himself a nice glass of milk. And who should sit down next to him? <laughs>
1: it's such a, He's got a glass of milk?
2: Yep.
3: Who should sit down next to him but
2: John Justice
3: Wheeler. Yeah. They're like, we paid for Billy Zane to be on this show, and if he doesn't talk to Kyle McLaughlin before this whole thing is over, we have fucked up. Yeah, uh-huh. So we have to do that now before he's written off. It is. As soon as they sit down, they're like, oh yeah, right, yeah, this makes sense. These two yeah. guys should talk to yeah. each other. Oh,
1: yes, this should happen.
3: This show I'm kind of sad it didn't happen more because it sounds like Billy Zane's off the show from here on out. But uh, I don't think he's gone, gone. But he's not long for this. I mean, the show's
2: not long for this world,
3: right? No, there's three episodes left after this. No, yeah. The listen, two I got
2: episodes great news. of
1: our
3: show.
2: Yeah. Listen, the Twin Peaks: The Return is all about Billy Zane.
3: <laughs> oh, thank God.
1: <laughs> yeah, that it. The full name of it is actually uh, Twin Peaks: The Return of Billy Zane. The Return of Billy Zane. <laughs> the, the Return of, yeah, of yeah. Billy Zane. Yeah, yeah. The of Return course. of John Justice Wheeler.
2: John Justice Wheeler. What a good name to say! What a good name? Uh, but there is kind like oh, John's heart is just in knots because he's in love, and Audrey's in Seattle for the
3: day, and that for means one day, and he's like, "Oh, this fucking sucks!"
2: Right? Like he has no reason to be this upset. It's going very well for him.
1: I, I, like, I was like, there must be something going on that I just missed. Right, Like, that, like why he thinks that it's not going well <laughs> he's like, oh, love is hell
2: It's unbearable
3: Like, my guy, I you can think... fuck her tomorrow Relax I, I think the idea is supposed to be He's not entirely sure she's as into it as he is I think that's part of it, yeah
1: God, she is right. Which, yeah,
3: obviously she is, but you know yeah, yeah, no,
2: totally I mean, part of it, too, is just like You know, he's just so madly in love with her He doesn't know what to do with
3: himself That, too Yes Dan, I think I'm in love with your daughter.
1: Yeah. That is a hard truth. That is a hard truth.
3: Uh, but then someone shows up with a telegram for John Justice Wheeler. <laughs> this man came straight out of 1880s. <laughs> hey, I've been looking for you for
2: years. <laughs> when did telegrams stop being a thing? I have no idea. I mean, Can you send a telegram today? I don't know. Maybe. I- the post office stopped offering telegram services in 1977. Yeah, okay. that sounds right. Well, I bet you could get one if you call the Great Northern. I bet the Great Northern does t- telegrams to this very day. I
3: bet that's what this is. Yeah, uh-huh.
2: it's actually just a fax. <laughs> but they, they just print
1: it out. telegrams? They just print out their faxes on telegram cards to be more fancy. I just found a lot of singing telegram services. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, he's got to go immediately. Do we
3: even L- see what's in the telegram? No. He yeah. just says, ah, oh, fuck, I got to go. Oh, business uh, is happening. I got to go.
1: I just want to list off one of these singing telegram uh, businesses. Mm-hmm. Classy gorilla singing telegram. Great. Uh-oh. Love it.
3: If that gorilla is not in a suit, I don't want to see it.
1: That's true. It is in a suit with a little rose.
3: There we go. Uh, we cut over to the
2: Hayward household, uh, where they're eating dinner, and my thoughts on this scene immediately were like, oh my god, this is so much food for three people. Hey, wait a second, where's Donna's two sisters?
3: Where are Donna's sisters? (laughs) Oh, dead. (laughs) Under the floorboards. Yeah. Uh, hey, Donna, why are you being such a bitch?
1: (laughs) Cause she hasn't been able to be on television this whole season. It's oh. not true.
3: She got to go to the crime door yesterday.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so te- technically the fucking, uh, oh my God. Who's the shut-in? Right. That was this season.
3: <laughs> Harold? Harold. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I have I have nothing to say about Harold. You brought him up. No, no. Just that, you know, Donna's had plots in season two, technically. Uh, unfortunately, that was, let's see, this is season two, episode 19. So that ended about season two uh, 15 episodes ago? Yeah. <laughs> and they really just totally
2: ran out of ideas
3: for the character. Yeah.
2: Give anyway. her a funky si- uh, soap opera sitcom plot. Please. What if Donna I beg, had, like, of you. you know, James is out of town. She's got to go, she, she goes on two dates with two different boys on the same day. Oh, no.
3: No. No, no, nothing. She's
2: just at home. Uh, There's no boys her in this had.
3: Yes. Huh. Cut back to the guy in the the, the Grim Reaper again. They yeah. just play that same footage. They just play this footage again. Uh, yeah, because this fucking scene is just it's just
2: a repeat of the scene with Dawn and her dad. But now her mom's yes, also. But here. now her
3: mom is also there, going, "Oh fuck! Oh jeez!"
2: Yeah. Uh, it's
3: just such a big bowl of peas. <laughs> it is a very large bowl. Of it peas. is. They're like, do we solve all those props from when uh the when the wake happened? Yeah, yeah. Do we solve all those food props? Okay, great. Could you just bring those in? But yeah, we all go- of them? <laughs> yes. All of them. <laughs> we go to the park
2: where a large wooden box has been placed at the gazebo. Well, this uh, is
3: cause that's cause this is where the date happened with Cooper. This
2: is where the date happened, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, and there's just a rope hanging out of the side of this box with a sign that says, pull me. And they're like, well, we, we we thought it was a bomb, Coop, but the metal detectors aren't detecting anything, so...
3: Well, they say we don't have a bomb squad, but Andy has a metal detector, so we tried that. <laughs>
2: That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is
3: very funny to me.
2: And Cooper's just like, okay, everyone needs to step away. That could still be, like, plastic explosives. I can't... I cannot begin to imagine what Earl's deadly perfect mind might have concocted. Probably something incredibly serious and dangerous in there.
1: Yeah, probably nothing goofy and or silly. Uh, And Cooper goes, you know what? This is actually a great
3: excuse to use that new gun I just got. Right. So, yeah, the way he decides to do
2: this at a safe distance, he ties a rock to a piece of police tape and then puts the rock on the edge of the gazebo and ties the other end of the tape to the rope. And then gets behind a car and shoots the rock to knock it off so the weight pulls on the rope. And what There's dead be in Ted there?
3: Raimi in there. Dead Ted Raimi's in there. Dead Raimi.
2: <laughs> That's him. We Yeah, this is the first time we get to see the fully complete chess
3: pawn with a little hole cut out in the top for Ted Raimi's head. And there's a sign that says, next time it will be someone you know. Next time it will be a character. What? <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Ted Raimi was kind of a character. <laughs> he was he a was, bit of a he, he
1: was a capital C character, yeah,
3: but not right. a, yeah, not a capital C cast member. Yes. yes.
1: Lavinia <laughs> Roll, pretty good at paper mache. That's a good pawn. Yeah, yeah pretty dude, good that's, pawn. It's almost like it was done professionally by a, <laughs> by a prop team. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Twin Peaks, baby. Putting were- a
2: weird biker guy into a giant chess pawn is one of the three pillars of Windham Earl is good, actually, to me.
3: I don't think you're going to find two more pillars before the end of the season.
2: Well, we're, you know, we'll see. <laughs> I don't believe you.
1: I <laughs> There's one at least those- one more pillar. Yeah, one of those other pillars must have already happened, and we said no. <laughs> no, it hasn't. Okay. <laughs> the best of Windham Earl is yet to come. Now oh, that's I what I call a Earl. It- <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, I guess like the Ted Raimi was like in like the Pacific Northwest shooting something of Xena, <laughs> and they're sure. like, "Yeah, come yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> over here. Yeah.
2: yeah,
1: why not? You don't even you- cast James's dad yet. You want to
2: be James's dad?
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're known for uh, being inside uh, things that are uncomfortable to be in." <laughs>
3: But like the Evil Dead?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's talk about that out the Oh, I know. I was I was him. doing a, a bit about the film. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh Do you guys want questions? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh Matt Matthew and Barry cake, do you have any stories about particularly good or bad wine you've had? I, I have... Don't really drink. I have never had wine.
3: I've had wine like once and did not care for it. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had wine either.
1: Yeah, I, I told Molly recently that I've never had beer. Yeah, uh, I didn't
3: believe you, which was which was rude on my part. because yeah. it was true.
1: Uh, yeah, I've only had vodka as like my only like serious hard drink. Yeah, and then like Mike's hard. Uh, no wonder ha- you don't like drinking. It is. Wait, no. I also had a, r- a rum drink at Disney World. Okay, I bet that was better than the vodka. It was, but uh it also I was underneath a giant animatronic dinosaur in an ice cave, so like sure. that may have influenced whether I liked it or not. Sure, sure. Uh. Uh, from Nan Pending, uh, what's the, what wine best paired for Ferven, served cold? Um. Red. R- red. Yeah. yeah. Red. Yeah, you gotta have the. I'm not gonna get more specific than that. Yeah. No. Uh, and then, uh, from Combatler, uh, Rick V, uh, is there a character who has grown more in your estimation from first appearance than Dick Tremaine? I honestly don't think so. I I was thinking about this at work. Um, like I think the the ones that immediately came to mind were two Homestuck ones. Sure. Uh, which were Dave. Uh huh. Oh sure. And Terezi. Oh sure. Yeah.
3: Yeah. That's that's probably true. Yeah. Just because
1: also like Terezi's in in, like introduction is like not what the character is at all. No, No, not even a
3: little bit.
2: Now listen, uh Dick Tremaine didn't like get better. The show just
1: changed to be a show that could accommodate him. <laughs> he 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 is actually like a someone who can influence the world around him. Right. Yeah,
3: such that his character becomes the best character on the show. Right. Yes. <laughs> he reattunes the
2: You know what, he's claimed the power of the Black Lodge to rewrite reality. That's so true. That's so true. <laughs>
1: um other than Though, like, other than the Homestuck ones, I can't really think of one.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to think of a character I didn't like at all at first, then I kind of grew on.
1: Like, the, the important thing about Dick Tremaine is he has not really changed in character at all. No, he's the same guy he was when he first walked in.
3: Well, that's, uh, that's true, but also they're not making him, like, try to pay for an abortion a woman doesn't want. Yeah, like, now that, he's, doing now he's doing funny wine tasting. Now he's doing funny wine tasting. So, like, yes, he is still the same guy, but the, the situation is so drastically different now. Yeah. Right, this is what and I'm saying.
1: Yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. he has had so many, like, comeuppances right. that it, like, has, like, taken out any bite that he at one point had. Right, right, right. Yeah. He wore
3: a Detective outfit that one time.
1: Yeah, very funny. He 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 told those people that their kid was dead. That their kid was dead. (laughs) (laughs) Dead tired. Dead tired.
3: You know, I loved Pete from the moment he showed up. But I have uh, my love has only grown in leaps and bounds. That's true. Pete's kind of a nothing guy who says stuff funny at the beginning, and he is he has been chess grandmaster Pete. Really. Yeah. Bringing the levels,
2: Pete somehow gets the most improved award for me, even though he was already starting at like a B plus.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: rafting sure plastic?
1: plastic.
2: Oh no, yeah, you're right. Hank gets most improved for me on this yeah. watch through.
3: Yeah, I, like what a funky little guy. What a funky dude. I'm sad he's. I'm sad he's done. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's done. Ben he's Horn, be. I think, is
1: my MVP. Yeah, ben Hor- he's, yeah, he's I think there. he
3: could be. I, obviously. Obviously uh, on the, we, we on this show have not said very much About like Cooper in general just and, like, Because it, like, that's what everybody talks about But you know right. what they were right to do yeah, so They talk
1: about him for a reason he's a yeah. great yeah. character Cooper's great Kyle MacCoughlin's great uh, And yeah like they But like you know And for our, our hall of guys Yeah Yeah.
3: Uh, but that's it for questions Okay Alright Luke Where can we find you on the internet
2: you can find me on Twitter at ssj speed racer. You can find other shows I do on AudioEntropy.com. Uh, I recently was on Teenagers of Attitude with Iris. That was a fun time. Um, at some point or... Well, that won't be out yet. Don't worry about it. Um, All right. Well, I also do Eidolon Playtest. It's an actual play podcast. I am recording episodes of that again, but you won't hear those for like a month yet. three uh, weeks. Yeah, a few weeks, I guess, after this comes out. That's true. Um... But you can go listen to on Crush, which is uh, a miniseries GM by our friend Maxi. It's a fun time. It's inspired by, like, the world ends with you. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a good time. Yeah. I think Iris is trying to really crowbar some fucking uh, fate stuff in there, if you're into that kind of thing.
3: Uh, I, I don't think she's just crowbar. I think she's just succeeding. Oh, yeah. No, listen. Yeah crowbars are good at opening things <laughs> i just don't think she needed a crowbar no she <laughs> didn't
2: she didn't that's true
1: uh anything else luke that it you're uh, good that's it all right ashley you can find me at your library with an underscore twitter and a dash on tumblr it goes find me at patreon.com slash Lee minor give ashley give your ashley fucking your money fucking
3: money uh, you can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly Y-E-R. You can find me at AudioEntropy.com, dot uh, TheSecondBestGame.club. There should be a new Amory score out shortly, I think. We talked about uh, the new leaked Coheed album uh, that I'm really hoping it actually, that episode releases before the album comes out, because otherwise it won't be a leaked album anymore that we were talking <laughs> about. Um... Uh and the afterman dissension. So we're almost done with the discography. We got two more albums to go. Yeah. Um. And that's it. I'm not doing the other stuff. I don't feel good. Uh Ashley, get us out of here. No, first I gotta tell you that next
2: week uh, we're gonna be God watching damn it. episode twenty-eight, aka episode twenty-seven, aka season
3: two, episode twenty, aka The Path
2: to the Black Lodge.
3: Uh, Just a reminder to everybody that after that episode, we're going to watch the last two back to back because that's how they aired them. Yep. Uh, And we're going to wrap up Twin Peaks season two in two weeks. We sure fucking are. I'm excited. So prepare your end of season questions.
1: Yeah. Bye. Bye. (laughs) You have a sign off. Right. Yeah. 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 Sure. Um, Until next time. Damn fine podcast.
2: Next time I'll podcast someone you know. No, it's nothing. Cut that.